All right, welcome back to 518 Woods and Water. Uh, this week, Brian Cole is away, and I don't really have anybody set up, but I had some great experiences this week in the deer woods. Uh, I took my 12-year-old daughter out, and I talk about that, as well as taking uh, first-time hunter Sam Tanner, who just took Hunter Ed. So on this episode, I talk about that. I talk about my first evening sit, and uh, I hope you enjoy uh, as always, we are looking for a sponsor. You would insert your business and name and company here. So if you are interested, please reach out at 518woodsandwater at gmail.com. All right. And as always, you can find this podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, uh, Podcast Attic, and Spotify. And I'm sure there might be more out there. All right. All right. Enjoy the episode. Be safe out there. Wear your harnesses. Uh, and uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Welcome to the 518 Woods and Water Podcast, where each week we will have interesting conversations about all things woods and water. Welcome back to 518 Woods and Water. Uh, it's going to be just me today, and I'm going to kind of review this last week. Uh, it's been the first six days of opening early bow season in uh, the southern region, southern zone. So um, we had some uh, warm temperatures on opening day. I was able to get my 12-year-old daughter out into the, the uh, ground blind. We were trying to get into a tree stand. We had, um, you know, the, sometimes I feel the best opportunity in a tree stand, but in this situation, um, she's not comfortable. And we hung one up in the backyard. We tried to practice out of it. And she was a trooper. She got up into it, uh, but just couldn't get comfortable. And it was a big platform. Uh, it's a Helium XL, so plenty of room. And uh, we're going to, she still wants to keep trying, so she had me leave it up in the backyard so she can keep practicing. Uh, but we, uh, we picked up a, a fairly inexpensive ground blind. We set it up at a spot where I knew the deer would, would uh, a good chance of us seeing them in the afternoon. And I picked her up from school uh, right at dismissal. And we... Uh, we went out. Uh, what a beautiful evening. It was warm. So for a 12-year-old uh, uh, girl and, and her 42-year-old father, it was nice to sit and stand together. Um, we had very uncomfortable tripod chairs. And uh, so we sat uh, there and uh, dang it if, uh, you know, we, we were doing really good. And, uh, I do real estate on the side and one email came through and I started reading it and the situation we were in looking at the, the ground blind, um, looking to our right, um, you could see a further distance and that was where she was looking 
and looking to our left a little bit or straight out of the blind more so uh, we were about 15 yards off of a heavy deer run uh, her effective range is 20 20 yards she's good to about 25 but 20 yards is what we said is her effective range so we knew we marked out the trees the set of trees we wanted them to come through and I was watching straight out of the blind so she was set up so she looked a little too she was facing right so her strong side was to her left and I was kind of looking straight out and that was the spot where if they did come out they were going to pop right over a knoll and then be be here to us quick uh, a little bit why I set the blind up that more that day right right as we went out to hunt I feared setting it up um, Monday night or even yeah so I was trying to do it Sunday night but we had our annual deer hunting kickoff party and I didn't have time to get it out there uh, when I opened up the box it was moldy uh, brand new so I I went to the local realtor um, retail store and tried to exchange it. That box had a little mold on it. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And that was Monday morning before work. So I said, uh, forget about it. I'll just I'll buy it anyway. They actually were nice, and they gave me a discount because of it. Um, and again, I wasn't trying to spend a lot of money. Um, so I, I, I did what I had to do. Uh, they, they did give me a discount, uh, which I was appreciative of. And once I took it out of the bag, it was really just the bag that had a little, uh, little mold on it. Uh, it wasn't bad, you know, maybe, maybe not mold, maybe mildew, but mildew is mold, right? I, I, I'm pretty sure it is. So anyway, um, I didn't want to set it up beforehand that the deer would already would see it and then get spooked and then not be a, not come in the next uh, the next afternoon when we were in it. So I figured if I set it up that day, um, you know, we're, 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 we're targeting, um, you know, a nice early season doe, uh, is what I'd like her to get. Um, you know, whatever she wants to harvest, but, uh, you know, we want a, a doe. So as I, we get in there, I get that one email that comes through around five o'clock and uh, it was an important email, all right? Um, I have a, a real estate transaction that needs a little, I need to be on top of. And uh, uh, I'm reading it. And uh, all of a sudden, and I look up, and there, five yards from the stand, is a beautiful, mature doe uh, and two other deer. And she... I said, Kaylee, there's, 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 there's three deer. And she, she looks and she's getting her, her bows on her lap and she's getting ready and they just, they take off. And I'm like, oh, darn. Well, we, um, we sit there and I say, okay, I'm sorry. Hey, I was, I was looking at my phone and she goes, that's okay. That was awesome. And immediately I'm like, success, right? Just seeing deer your first day out on your first sit, uh, with your tags in your back, you know, on your back and you're ready to go. It just, it just made my day. Well, we about 15 minutes later. I hear from behind us and, uh, 
that window's closed, but I could peek out the top of it because there's a little gap. So I stood up, and there's that doe again. And she is just turning her head side to side. I mean, you could see she she wanted to come and just poke her head into that blind and look, what's this all about? What's, what's going on here? Um, the downside is she was in our wind, and she smelled too much stuff that she didn't like. And uh, yeah, then she, she, she turned tail and, and took off. Um, but that being said, um, my daughter had a fantastic time in the tree stand or in the ground blind. And, uh, we're, she, as we're walking out of there, she goes, so when are we going to go again? And, uh, I'm excited to have, have that kind of passion, um, you know, at at 12 years old. So we're going to go back out this week. Um, and then also the guest, uh, Sam Tanner from, uh, I believe episode five, he was, uh, available Saturday morning. So we got out, uh, and I hung, a uh, my helium XL on the backside of a, another, uh, permanent blind, um, stand that I have. And we were in a location that usually has pretty good deer traffic. Um, it's, so we got up in the stand nice and early, uh, hugged the, uh, helium on the backside of the tree and I had the camera with me, and we were all set. Uh, it was th- like 31 degrees leaving the house that morning, so nice and cold. And, uh, you know, Sam's new to hunting, just took Hunter Ed two weeks ago. He's been practicing with his archery equipment uh, for about a, a month and a half now. Uh, we, he was, we, we hooked him up with some Schwacker uh, broadheads, uh, and he was shooting them with the field tip or the practice tip sorry and uh he was dialing in and he was like well you know I was good at 30 but you know and I said well this is going to be 20 20 yards or less will be the the shot opportunities here uh and we had we had a doe come in real early a single uh, a solo doe uh come in underneath the stand uh go around through and just feed uh on the brows and then then eventually took off and, and crossed the road. Uh, and then it was after legal light. We then saw three more doe 55 yards away eating acorns. Um, and uh, they just stayed out there, didn't didn't come through to us. Um, and that was that hunt. Uh, we're going to get back out into the woods some afternoon this coming week. Uh, so I'm excited. Uh, I actually didn't even pull my bow up into the tree. You know, uh, I'm like, this is, this is Sam's turn to hunt. Uh, or I had Kaylee in the blind. This is Kaylee's turn to hunt. I did bring my bow on both trips, but it was not, you know, it's their turn. And, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to do. I really enjoy taking them. Um, and I look forward to it. Talking with Sam after, you know, he's felt the same way Kaylee did. We went on our first hunt and we saw deer and, uh, that was great. That's, you know, uh, we saw some chipmunks, some squirrels and, um, you know, that's, that's fun. That's what it's about. Um, I had a sit on Friday evening and, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, I, I hate it when people say, oh, I don't hunt antlers and, and, 
they shoot whatever they shoot, and I then they'll yell. Well, I'm, I don't. You can't cook the 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 antlers, and I'm not by any means um, going after, you know. But for me, I am trying to shoot a bigger deer, a bigger a bigger buck. Um, I will manage doe. I will try to shoot um, solo uh, does. Uh, the does that are having twin fawns every year, uh, try, you know, if, if I can, I don't want to let them go. Uh, the, the fawns don't need the, the fawns are independent at this, this point of the year, but that doe is a twin fawn producer. So if I can take a year and a half old doe who is not producing fawns yet, uh, don't know her reliability on, on, on twinning twin fawns. So that's uh, that's my target, is solo doe. Uh, on my opportunity Friday, uh, one came out, and if they they come out solo, uh, I did this when my son was uh, first hunting when he was twelve. Uh, a solo doe popped out, and the same situation paralleled. I uh, hit a doe bleat. They look up. I hit that doe bleat twice. I used the Primos can uh, doe bleat. And I hit that two or three times, and they look up, and they'll do this little spiral, this little circle. They'll continue to feed, but they feed closer and closer. Uh, then I have, oh, a grunt tube that is a buck doe fawn. I put that on fawn. I love that that tube, too, because it's versatile. It's a little bigger. You can hang it around your neck. I like that tube because that tube... Um, if you see coyotes, put it on fawn bleat, and you could do the fawn distress call. So I do like that. So I put that fawn, and I just did a couple fawn bleats, and they are social animals. And that doe worked her way over. And again, I, I stopped doing it when she was 30, 30 yards away. I was behind some trees, and she came right to my tree, and dang it, sniffed the um my haul line which was absolutely awesome and then she sat right under me and um i had the bow in my hand i was i was looking ready to go and i i've never taken the direct down shot and uh you know i wanted the traditional broadside shot i wanted the slight quartering away um or broadside but I wanted a little little distance out. And uh, unfortunately, when she started to take those steps away, I mean, she spent seven minutes underneath my stand. And it was awesome just watching her. Uh, you know, just, just nibbling on, on uh, brows and uh, what a beautiful encounter. And she walked off. Uh, and then I subsequently, I had another doe come over. As I'm texting pictures of that doe to my, my friends, uh, Another doe walked right under my stand. Uh, I, I just hit the lottery on this stand placement this night. And uh, she she came right under, and right behind her was a beautiful seven point. Um, and just had the opportunity to watch him. And, um, you know, two years ago, I, I would have harvested him, no doubt. And why am I not? Because... Uh, Traditionally, I have enough venison, and I have enough opportunities to hunt, thanks to my my family and and 
you know, the passion that I make it. Uh, and, uh, so watch that though, that buck come out and then continue to watch bucks, uh, all through the woods. Uh, we had temperatures coming in the next day that were going to be in the thirties and it was an awesome evening. So good luck out there as you guys are in there, wear your safety harnesses. Um, that delayed my Friday hunt. I didn't have my harness. I had to drive back to the house and get my harness. And, and because again, we hear it too much and I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to hear of anybody, uh, getting hurt. So please make sure you're wearing your harnesses. Um, and if you didn't know, they're, they're typically a five year, take them out of service after five years. They are pretty inexpensive. Okay. Between the vendors we have to get them, uh, online, local bow shops, big box stores. All right. There's one in your price range. Um, so make sure you, you get one of those. Uh, last thing, last night I was walking my dog. I, uh, ended up not going back out for an afternoon sit and, uh, had to take my dog for a walk. So we, we did about four miles. Uh, and I see this white belly in the woods as I keep going around it. Then I realize, oh, that's a buck dead laying in a, uh, a little depression. So I walked back to the homeowner and I said, Hey, uh, I don't know if you hunt or not, but you know, there's a deer dead in the woods right there. It looks like a buck. Um, at first I was about to walk out to it. You know, here I'm not hunting. I'm walking my dog and there's a dead deer in the woods. I was going to walk up to it. And I said, ah, you know, that is, that is trespassing. So I went back, talked to the homeowner and I, I scored, uh, almost 10 acres to hunt. Uh, you know, just enlightened him on, on, uh, and, and he's at the point where he thinks, you know, deer are pretty much at carrying capacity. He sees how many of them get hit, but his first comment was, ah, you can't really shoot within 500 feet of a, of a house. I believe that's the rule. And I said, yeah, but I primarily focus on archery and archery. Um, yeah, you're more than legal. You only have to be 150 feet from houses you don't have permission from. Uh, and, uh, he, he subsequently said, oh, all right, well, yeah, have at it, have fun. So I said, do you mind if I go look at that animal to see if it has any, uh, archery wounds or, or, you know, what happened to it? When I walk up to it, it's a beautiful eight point, beautiful. Uh, so again, uh, coyotes have already been on it. The, the hind quarter was, was tore into and it, it, it had a, a good smell to it. And then, uh, I, I, uh, the homeowner was worried about coyotes. They'd already been on it. He's got dogs and, um, uh, cats and, and stuff. I thought he had chickens, but not sure. Um, so I offered to, I said, you, you know, like me to get rid of that for you, but so it doesn't, you know, it's going to attract more coyotes. And he said, sure. I said, all right. Yeah, he's about a mile and a half from my house. And, uh, I texted, uh, ECO Kanzari and, uh, what do I need to do? And he told me what I needed to do. So I took my, my little Kubota down there, loaded it in the bucket with my son and, uh, brought it home and we're gonna, we're gonna take care of it this morning. Um, and see if there is any salvageable meat that can be donated. And, uh, if not, uh, we will, uh, we will take care of it and, uh, Maybe we'll have a coyote episode. All right. So be safe this winter. 
or this fall, um, get out in the woods. Uh, I'm going out to walk a new property that, uh, not this new one. I just, just acquired last night. Um, actually a different property. Uh, we're going to, to see what that looks like. And, uh, there's been some stories of some big deer around that area, so I'm excited to expand that opportunity. And uh, we're, we're going to do some in-season scouting. We're going to scout and hunt, so we're going to look for some fresh sign and uh, try to set up over it tonight. And uh, maybe we'll have a, a big buck down episode or, or a big doe down, trophy doe episode. Anyway, uh, you've been listening to me talk for a while now. So thank you all for tuning in. As always, you can find this on SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Podcast Addict, Google Podcast, and uh, Spotify. We are looking for a sponsor. So if you would like some information about your business, company, uh, or you just want your name mentioned, I'll be like, I'll mention John, John T. Doe, you know, Uh, what a great guy. He threw us some money Uh, to keep this up. This is a lot of fun. And uh, I know Brian will be back next week, and uh, we'll see if we can keep these going each week. If not, we might be down to a two-week cycle. But as always, 518 Woods and Water, have a great week.